Have you seen Coco? I watched it on the airplane. <laughs> and that was a mistake? That was a mistake because... There's scenes of severe nudity and uh, you were embarrassed for your fellow passengers? That's it. <laughs> as well as it's a total tearjerker at the end of it. This is what I've heard. I tried so hard not to just openly open mouth <laughs> sob. Like, <laughs> like, I still wanted to do that, but it was so hard to like keep my shit together. I was fighting, I was fighting away the tears so hard that it started coming out of my nose. I thought it was like ears or something. I was <laughs> crying through my nose. See, that's why I can't watch it because I hate emotions of all kind. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. AKA a Brit. <laughs> Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am your Ronaldo to, <laughs> to your Messi, Sam. And my boyfriend would agree, I am Messi. I'm Edwin. And on this show, what do we do? Each week, we challenge one another to play a new mobile game. This week, it was, it was my turn. And in a World Cup-themed pick, I chose Stickman Soccer 2018. To follow one from the, our previous fantastic soccer game that we played. Zlatan Legends, remember mm. that? Yeah, hardly a soccer game. Mm. Yeah, not really soccer. More Just featured racing. a soccer player. Yeah. A yeah. soccer athlete. Soccer influential. Indeed. But first... No, no, oh. no, no, no! Oh, wow, where did that come from? So, uh, by the time you're listening to this episode, E3 has probably wrapped up in all the big announcements. This stands for Excellent Emotional Events I in the think. Gaming World. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But also stands for um, entertainment, engagement, expo. electronics. Oh, electronics entertainment expo. I think that's what it means. Don't quote me on that, but that's that's that. I'm going with it because right. it feels right. I asked the hard questions. Also, my last name three times, <laughs> <laughs> or one and a half times of the way you have to spell it on every single internet form ever. <laughs> Please accept one letter last names. It's a real thing and a real concern. Back to new 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 news. What's happening in the triple E? So lots of really good games coming out for, obviously, the next generation consoles, PS4, Xbox Ones, PC, and Nintendo Switcheroos. So this is kind of the WWDC of the gaming world where all yep. companies save up their exciting announcements yeah, and so blast them out in one wonderful week. People have been working on some really, really hardcore games that take over like five years to develop. Mm. And this is sort of like the grand showing or of like their updates. So they come out with really interesting trailers um, that gets people hyped. Maybe Comic-Con is a better kind of example. I'm not sure that's going to resonate to our audience as well. But yeah, I don't know if they really have announcements at Comic-Con like they do at E3. But I think sometimes they have... uh, I know there are panels of like shows and like (laughs) they had like Star Wars thing. I don't know. I don't even know what Comic-Con is. It would be like the... Disney keynote where they announce every Marvel movie that's going to come out for the next 10 years. <laughs> Are there people cosplaying as their favorite character from, from games? I don't know if E3... Could I dress up as two dots? Yeah, E3 used to be an industry only, so only press were allowed. Uh, I think okay. this year it was the first time where um, muggles, Mugs. yeah, <laughs> muggles are now allowed in. But I'm sorry, I'm derailing this conversation. What is some exciting mobile-related news so coming out of the, of the Triple E? So one of the first few days, Bethesda... Uh, better known for their games like um, Elder Scrolls, uh, Fallout. Have you heard of Fallout? Uh, I think so. Are we up to Fallout 5 now? I think Fallout 4 was the latest one. 
the, something about you're in the shelter and this yeah, apocalyptic, apocalyptic world. So, so like the, the theme around it is still very much like the 50s, but kind of like a, a future offshoot of the 50s after like a nuclear apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool thing about that company is they make some pretty cool role-playing games, RPGs, as we've... Oh, I now defined. know what that is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, um, And uh, they announced like a big one, which is called Elder Scrolls. And so Elder Scrolls 6 is coming out for like PC and all those consoles. But what's mm. interesting is they've also developed a very good or what looks to be very good mobile game. Fingers crossed. Called Elder Scrolls Blades. The mobile. Oh. Elder Scrolls. It's small. Elder Scrolls handheld. Elder Scrolls left and right. <laughs> Elder Scrolls up and down. Elder Scrolls with touch. Yes. This is a first-person RPG. Do you remember that game called um, Infinity Blade, which was like one of the first... That with lots really... of Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah. It's like infinite number of Wesley Snipes on your screen. Uh, it was like one of the first really good looking games that came out for the iOS made by a company oh. called Chair. Maybe you, know, you mentioned it in the past, but uh, this was before sh- my time. You swipe your finger and it sort of does like a, a sword swipe. So the look of it kind of looks like that. Like it has really good looking graphics set in a medieval world. And you're set. It's like a first person game. where Oh, you're going, it does sound like what I think an RPG is. I play as a noble knight. You're going through a dungeon. I have to reclaim my honor. With gold armor that you can my swap armor. out. And yeah. swords and all that stuff. And you fight creatures in the dungeons. The cool thing about this is I think it's totally geared for mobile play. Nice on-screen D-pad for you? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's uh, very good and intuitive. What looks like very good and intuitive touch controls. But you can even swap it to portrait mode. Oh my god! To play one-handed. That's why Sam loves it. Um, right, that's and you exciting. know these these games are known for like their stories as well. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. I saw that PUBG had like a little mini trailer mm-hmm. to say that first-person mode is coming to mobile. I do believe that they're trying whatever they can to keep up with yeah. the, the onslaught barrage that is coming from Fortnite. Definitely feels like Fortnite is faster. Right? I don't know. Is that just my perception? It feels like Fortnite's coming up with like Thanos mode. There's, ooh, perhaps some more news coming up from E3, 3E, EE. Whereas, I don't know, PUBG, like, oh, they had that jungle map over a little bit. Yeah. Like, mobile seems pretty stagnant. By and large, like, I feel the development of the the PUBG Corp. Blue Hole. Ah, Blue Hole. Has been very slow. Um, They have been criticized for, like, how. How ineffective like their their updates and their net code was and just like their their artistry and like the 3D environments have been really like, you know, they're just getting stock elements and putting them in the game. Whereas a company like Epic that makes Fortnite are well known for their game development. Um, yeah, do you think it's just sort of experience? I, I think that yeah. has a lot to do with it. Like right? Epic being, has been around for a long time. Yeah, maybe. and they have really good engineers and really good game developers and game designers that know exactly what they're doing. Right, so even their implementation of the battle royale, they put like a nice touch there that people really seem to like. Mm. So their big announcement was that was that, kind of the oh sorry, just to jump in, but that was kind of what we liked about PUBG is like this scrappy startup mm. that kind of came out of nowhere and like made this kind of revolutionary idea. Yeah, well, not revolution, but like that became didn't a thing. think yeah that didn't yeah. really cater to what other games were doing at the time, and it really worked for them. 
But the thing about game development is like, you know, people will steal that idea and reuse it in ways that will make other games better.、Uh, and I think, you know, Blue Hole should always take that into consideration and, you know, evolve as well. Yeah, maybe because they were first, they kind of hacked stuff together and then now they've, oh gosh, we can't move fast enough because we have this hacky old code that we、yeah. made for like V0.01. And now we need to crank out these maps, but we can't support it. But more new, 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 Sam.、Uh, speaking of Fortnite, now、um, it is now on the Switch.、Mm. The Nintendo Switch. Can you play as Yoshi? Because <laughs> that's, that's all I want. <laughs> no.、Uh, If you can, I will drop my PUBG,、uh, Re- Reliance? My, my PUBG Alliance instantly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an interesting crossover to、right. be able to shoot. Well, yeah, the deaths aren't really violent. That's right. Tongue、know. action. Yeah. Tongue detection. Oh my God. Crossover. <laughs> Tongue detection. Yoshi. Fortnite. Boom. <laughs> it's, it's the best of all worlds and the worst <laughs> of all as well. I've been playing that on the subway. <laughs> If you, if you didn't hear that,、yeah. that was Edwin <laughs> sticking out his tongue in front of his hand, mimicking Fortnite gameplay. So, lots of really, lots of really cool stuff coming out for obviously next generation consoles, but some mobile news. Yeah, I won't lie. Kind of for the first time made me want to maybe buy a Switch. You should buy a Switch. Play I've been、Fortnite. thinking about it. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Oh, you've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about you getting a Switch. And you think I should? I think you should.、Mm. Mainly because there's like lots of really cool games that are coming out that's very exciting. Like, Mario Ace, Tennis Aces, which is、mm-hmm. very, very cool. And Mario Party, which might be fun. <laughs> Although I think you'll like a game called Overcooked, which is very <gasps> stressful. Oh my God, is that the multiplayer cooking game? Yes. Which, oh my gosh, I think I played that on a PS something or other. Yeah. PS1 PS4. through 4.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, PS some number. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay.、Oh, how, much back, how much are they these days? They're like 200, 250, oh. 290, 300. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Definitely less than 300. I have one tiny bit of also news, if I may jump on the news bandwagon. Yes, please do. Is this the longest news section we've ever done? Quite <laughs> possibly. But I saw there was an Indiegogo campaign to fund Pogs, the mobile game. Who was the supposed inventor of Pogs? Was、uh, it Ms. Milton, Milton Burrow? That I don't know, but there is an Indiegogo campaign to fund Pogs, the、um, iPhone game. With some alternate reality. Alternate reality?、Mm. Augmented reality. I, I see. So, I think we were speculating before that there should be a, a Pogs game. You only win if you smash your phone. Yes, that's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> But as with all these、uh, crowd backed things, it's not a thing. It's just someone trying to build a thing. So don't report it as it's a real thing. Right.、Um, also, a little update from our last week's episode、Whoa. of Pocket Run Pool. Um, Zach Gage、BRB. himself has replied back to our tweets and Ooh, mentions. Tweet wow, we have such a esteemed company. John Cusack. No, <laughs> John, John <laughs> <Active> . Romero. <laughs> yeah. Who's a Doom guy? John Romero. He replied to us once on Twitter. He did. Oh, look at our cachet. We should be storing those tweets, <laughs> yeah, printing them out as, as like, ah,、oh, our gamers, gaming developer hall of fame. People who have replied to us. <laughs> Um, Zach Gage, creator of Pocket Run Pool, has replied back to us and told us that the touch drift is a real concern. Oh, you heard it here first. Touch drift is real. And the term is now real. It's out there in the world. People are using it for its intended purpose. So, wait, Sam, did you, did you coin it? I did coin it. Are you claiming it? I'm claiming it. Nice. Okay. I still want 10 hole to be a thing. <laughs> That's what I want that to be my claim to fame. <laughs> 10 hole. It sounds so gross. Gotta hit that 10 hole. 
Uh, Zach Gage has said that the game actually, his pocket run pool game, actually tries to compensate for touch drift. But alas, your thumbs are too fat. My thumbs are too fat. Yeah. But I have not experienced this problem. Mm. So it's working for me. Yeah. So whatever he did is working for you, yep. not for me. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I think I'm just too forceful. Okay, back to Strickmanschen. Ah, Football. yes. Ah, uh, yes. Back to Stickman Soccer 2018. Confusingly not related in any way to Super Stickman Golf, which I think was a little, I was a little bit sad about. I was kind of hoping mm. it would be the same deal. but Yeah. No, this is a straight up and up arcade soccer simulator. All the things you know and hate about FIFA kind of mm-hmm. here. Yeah. <laughs> in mobile form, on-screen D-pad, <laughs> on-screen buttons, really no concession made to it being a mobile experience. I was very, very surprised about that. Like, I was... This is obviously not their first iteration of making the game. See, Stickman Soccer 16, 16 and Stickman Soccer 14, I think. I don't know. This, maybe. Uh, may have been... This may be the third revision. Yeah. I was very confused by this. Uh, in, in because you're confused of, by soccer? In lots of fronts. <laughs> okay. Not just the new fronts, but... And this this game front. <laughs> the Republic of France. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to go back to a very old joke. <laughs> I was totally expecting, because it's called Stickman, mm. like the gameplay elements would be simplified to a point where, you know, it caters to mobile gameplay. Yes, but, I think I was expecting that too. But like you said, this is a full-on FIFA-style game where you have to hold a phone in landscape. There are two on-screen control pads. Yep. Um, that really don't shift to your thumb. Like a lot of times, these modern games that do have on-screen D-pads don't really show the D-pad anymore. It's sort of like if your if your thumb is anywhere and starts off on the left side of the screen, mm-hmm. we'll fun, adjust yeah. to your thumb and we'll move the player accordingly. Right? Even the right side, like the buttons are either movable or like you know there are gestures that you can easily do so that they're not easily confused. But yeah, this was like a very straightforward semi-hardcore game <laughs> that didn't feel casual whatsoever. Only casual in the notion that they are stickmen. Hardly <laughs> stickmen, however. Yeah, I didn't... Yeah, I feel like they did not really lean into their stickman billing at all. Yeah. Actually, nothing about them is stick-like. Right. They big, their heads are slightly larger than their stick-like bodies, but they're not stick-like bodies. They're just regular bodies. Yeah. I also feel like... <laughs> And this is my hunch for the game. It's, you know, like when you're really passionate about a subject and someone tells you to make it a really simple version of it because your knowledge and in-depth, mm. um, like, I guess, acumen of that subject really disallows you to make it simple, right? Like, let's say you're a world-renowned chef mm. and no. your favorite thing to cook is the omelette, right? The omelette. <laughs> And someone just says, yeah, just, you know, I just want like a really simple omelet, just like, you know, super simple, right? If you're a chef that has mastered the art of the omelet, like any old pan won't do, right? Having the wrong type of butter won't do. Having not farm fresh eggs won't do, right? It's going to be my seasoned Le Creuset pan, man. <laughs> exactly. Even the, the, the term simple for you is going to be completely different for the person that has not experienced this egg world of yours. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think this metaphor just about holds together. As these game developers are from Germany, where a football is very prominent and, you know, very serious part of their culture, I feel when they they went out to create a simple version of the game, 
even for the layman, I don't think it's simple at all. I would like to see a simple, an arcadey mobile first soccer game. I yeah. think that could be really fun. Like almost turn based. I, I was I was musing this. Like, could you do a turn based soccer game? I spent about two minutes of thought about this. There is actually a really interesting game that um, that I used to play as a child, and it was called Captain Tsubasa, which is like based on a Japanese comic. Rather than you actually moving the player to uh, to like certain points and actually kicking the ball around, it was all like it was kind of like choose your own adventure, right? Like, but you would know the stats of each player. And when the person you knew that had the ball was going to attack, you have choices like, do you try to swerve? Do you try to do a kick? Do you try to do, do you pass? Mm, right. And okay. these are the choices in the game. Mm. And I thought that was super interesting, right? Like if you can simplify that into like button presses or something like that, like I think that would be a great mobile version of a, of a, mm. of a simple soccer game. Yeah. There were some concessions to the mobile experience, which I quite liked. The fact that you could choose the length of the game anything from two minutes to i think 15 minutes so i quite like that I was yeah. Like, oh yeah great i have this same amount of time i would like to see more games do that <laughs> that was very good like hey i've got two minutes to play two minutes to play <laughs> <laughs> do it so that was quite good but on the flip side this definitely feels just like a console game kind of ported to mobile pretty badly one of my main gripes or main frustrations actually that uh, almost made me throw my phone across the room is when you're defending and you're trying to like switch to the right player to yeah. tackle the uh, the attacking team the button you have to press is like switch i think it tries to be clever and switches to the right player at the right time but it's never the right player at the right time and inevitably the, the attacking team gets past you and it's so annoying right but you couldn't even tap like i i tried just like oh i'm on a mobile device with a touch ui why don't I tap the player that I want to activate? But that does not work at all. Yeah. Can you even um, control the goalie at that point when you're defending? I believe the goalie is automatic. Yeah. Which I think is fine. Uh, maybe that's the, one of the concessions is, you know, like, hey, switching between players is kind of frustrating. I've not played a whole bunch of soccer games. Mm. I'll be honest on the... I think generally, you know? like even for FIFA, even if um, the movement of whichever player you're controlling will kind of guide the the goalie so interesting and if you just like you can if you just eye over to the goalie um it will mimic the movements of the player so yeah it's easier to control the goalie at that point but yeah it seems like this game was just very odd for me like <laughs> i didn't feel like it was a casual game or a hardcore game and somewhere in the middle that first screen you're presented with who boy oh boy man if you thought pubg mobile was a comp- it was a confusing experience to see. This is bonkers. There's, I mean, gosh. Well, the, the beauty a, of it probably is Probably about like, 20 things you can tap on. Yeah. And well, most of them have no idea what the hell is happening. It first starts off with a screen that has like three ah, nicely yeah. simple buttons. <laughs> yes. Right? And you're like, oh, okay, this might be it. Yeah, you're like, okay, good. And then you press <laughs> the, the start. And you're just like, what the hell is this? (laughs) Daily live games, leagues, seasons, Russia, world ranking, shop, team manager, free coins, training, hall of fame, quick game, no ads, weekly tournament. Ah, right. What is happening? Where do I, I just want to play a game. I just want to play a game. (laughs) And the quick game option is like the last option on the screen. (laughs) Right. But yeah, to me, like it's also, it it, it comes into like the same trappings of, I don't know. There's like money involved here. There's coins involved. I don't know what money or coins do. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can guess. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, they kind of integrated like a team manager thing in there, which I never really got the hang of or understood. Um, and this is actually the first game that is what I believe is called pay to win, where if you pay money, you actually get better stuff. Oh, boy. Actually, like, you actually better, get better skills in the game. For 19,999,900 coins, you get the player's diamond pack, the absolute best players in your team that will make everything possible. Well, that's pretty awful. Yeah, so this is the first time I've experienced that. Something else, if, we, if we're going to go on the new things that I've experienced, you can pay to remove ads, but only for seven days. Now, that is a new thing. What? Yeah, is that for one ninety nine you can remove ads for seven days. For four ninety nine you can remove ads for 30 days. For $10, remove ads forever. Oh, so that's a new thing I've never seen before. Oh my goodness, that is absolutely <laughs> awful. You can pay $99 to mm. remove ads forever, oh, plus five premium spins. Oh, there's a little Wheel of Fortune spinny thing yeah. in here as well, because like, it has to be. Yeah, it's like gets a in the way every time you want to play. Daily oh, spin. spin thing. Yeah. Each spin is 99 cents, which is ludicrous. Mm, yeah. So there's a whole bunch of like monetization stuff woven into the jersey fabric of this game. Mm. <laughs> but that said, the ads are at half time, which kind of makes sense. Like that's so like, oh, that's yeah. actually quite a nice, that didn't feel too intrusive. <laughs> that's because it's half time. Yep. You guys going to see some ads. Yep. So I, still have the same, well. I still have the same issue with the ads though, where like I'm playing this game and then like all of a sudden the ads are of the sniper game. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to play a sniper game as I'm playing this sports game. Yeah. Like, but yeah. Yeah. Show me some uh, fun football games or, or games. Yeah. Or like a, a movie trailer or a TV show trailer, something like that. Let's get to the three by threes, three things good and three things bad. It's not a rule, but it's a guide. I'm still going to work on that theme song a little more. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, good points for you. Um, it's a soccer game. <laughs> The good point is, it is what it is. It is a soccer game that you can sort of get into. <laughs> um, it's a game that you can play. It mm-hmm. has. It does seem to have like proper rules and everything. So like, if you kick it out of bounds, um, the right. right people will pass it back to you. It does seem to, you know, this is this is like the expert, the the domain expert, I think, coming in from the team that built it. Um, like knowing which team should make the throw in. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, doing the right corner kicks, whether it's a corner kick or it's a, oh, goal you kick. know, the goal kick, mm. that kind of stuff. Um, if you ever want to learn about soccer and really don't want to play FIFA, I guess this might be a good one. <laughs> uh, there are mildly amusing player names where they replace stick with one of the syllables <laughs> oh, no. in famous players' names. <laughs> So, if you're Ronaldo, there's like Stick Naldo, I mm. guess. That's Messi, there's Messi. Sticky, I don't know. <laughs> oh, there's like a whole Ew. bunch. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's mildly amusing if you know famous fo- soccer players. Uh, you go, oh, yeah, huh, funny. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good it point. For me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that when you're attacking, uh, that's kind of fun. I kind of enjoyed that. Like when you're you're running with the ball, it'll highlight the player that if you tap pass, who it'll pass to, and you can kind of string together some nice passes. You tap and hold the shoot button to shoot, which was mm, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, but like attacking was the funner part, more fun part of the game. <laughs> that was that was kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did like I did like the ability for you to be able to choose. 
the length of the match, which I think is also one of your points. I always set it to two minutes because... <laughs> Can you imagine like a 20-minute game of this? Did he get you in the mood for the World Cup? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, there's something very detaching about the fact that you're playing these strange stickmen that weren't stickmen. Like, it was hard to recognize, like, which players were mine and which players were, like, the other players. Even though I had, like, uh, pretty separate-looking jerseys. I did make the mistake once of playing in red against a team who was also in red, mm. except with white shorts. Mm. And I was like, this is bonkers. Yeah. Stop this immediately. But, yeah, you can change the kit. But oh, there's so many just, like, hidden UI things that are just not clear at all. Yeah. Man, I just want to strip out, like, 90% of this. Because I think there is a good game hiding underneath. Yeah. I think the mechanics you know, are very solid. As it stands, just way too much stuff kept happening. Yep. Which is my first bad point. What the hell is going on with this with this menu UI? Yeah. Like it's baffling. Too much. It's, it's neat. Like the the actual implementation of the UI is neat. Like the fonts aren't offensive. <laughs> the button layouts are seem to be pretty good. It's just there's too much of it. Now during the game, I also dislike the, the something in my brain that the pass button when you're attacking becomes the switch mm. player button when you're defending and every time i wanted to like tackle a player i would switch the player instead oh right to the point where i would nearly threw my phone across the room yeah like, i could not play this game for very long that was annoying <laughs> even on two minute mode yeah i would like be so frustrated I'm like, i have to pause i'm sorry i'm sorry stick man i, I can't <laughs> play this right now because i'm so annoyed at you i believe i did that multiple times as well because when the person, when your opposing team has the ball, um, the closest player becomes selected for you, right? Yes. And and in my brain, it was the same thing where like, I thought the switch button was the tackle button. Right. And so I kept yeah. pressing it and it just kept switching between <laughs> two other players rather than tackling the person. <laughs> yeah, so much so, I just almost just wouldn't do anything Yeah. when, it, when, when the other team had the ball because there is not like... Some basic sort of AI, defensing. yeah, yeah that they that just do for me. So I kind of would just stop playing as defense because it was so frustrating that I wouldn't do what I wanted. For me, like uh, a big negative was like I I still don't know what the audience of this is because there are really good implementations of FIFA for mobile, and there are really good implementations of a of a more boiled down simple game of soccer for mobile. Um, so it's it's funny, like I'm. Maybe they're trying to go for the FIFA market, but I'm not sure what market that they're going for. This is the third game they've made, so yeah, yeah someone's playing it. Who is playing this game? Not us. Sam, not us. Final final seven day rating. Almost two days. <laughs> Almost a hesitant two. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm kind of the same. I mean, I tried it. I I tried. Yeah, but no, too frustrating. Like, there's just not. <sighs> yeah, the fun I got in attacking was just vastly overwhelmed by the irritation I found when trying to defend. Even the shooting itself is not like a precise shooting. Yeah. So I found that to be very inconsistent, even when I had the opportunity. And this is like a minor, minor thing, but I don't find the, the stickman cute. No, I don't either. Yeah. Yeah, there's something not visually appealing about them. Yeah. Because they're jet black, maybe? I don't know why. I don't know. It, it looks like it's neither here nor there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get the impression that they're stickmen, nor do I get the impression that they're representations of players. It's it's really weird. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's one for the garbage can. <laughs> Sam, what's next? Pick, so, pick a better game for us. Um, 
We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Because this is another game of what you call a roguelike. Ah, hello. I am Mrs. Roguelike. <laughs> you have seven days to play. Sir Questionnaire. And this is not an HQ clone. No, <laughs> this is not a trivia game. That's what I call Josh. No, that's what I call... <laughs> God damn, what's his name? Jack. Scott Rogowski? Scott Rogowski, yes. I call him Sir Questionnaire. How can you forget his name? I, don't, I know. My beloved Scott Rogowski. <laughs> so here, let me read you the description. Please. A turn-based roguelike adventure with hacking, slashing, puzzles, and inventory-based strategy. So they're missing the words RPG off the bat. Uh-huh. <laughs> a qu- Sir Questionnaire is a turn-based hack and slash game where you enter a dungeon full of loot, creatures, and mystery. Ooh. Each room gives you two options to choose from. Choose wisely and survive room after room, collecting loot, which will help you defeat more and bigger monsters as you venture deeper into the dungeon. I don't get the name. Yeah, I don't either. All right, well, maybe we Sir should find out. Questionnaire. Maybe is it a pun? It's a, it's a question? Uh, no. Is that how you defeat a final monster? <laughs> By trying to do like a marketing survey on him? Just asking questions. Yeah. Um, like, too many questions. God damn here, it. We can stop. It says something interesting. It says, Ooh. take pictures of your various encounters and complete your codex with information on various entities that the that roam the dungeon. Oh, maybe mm. a little bit ne- Nekoatsume. Mm, maybe. Okay. Collect those pictures. I already am a little bit mad at that name. <laughs> <laughs> I figure you'd be. <laughs> I will try and play it. Great. <laughs> aren't looking forward that's to that's all I can commit to <laughs> any things of the week Edwin it's a few months old but I finally caught up on Barry the HBO drama slash comedy drama slash comedy drama action drama mm. is that <laughs> the one with um... the guy with the face yes he was on Saturday Night Live yeah, Bill Hader Bill Hader that's it this was a great show binge through this in a few days nice uh, nice half hour funny but also dramatic, like they actually do. It is a comedy and a drama, uh, kind of in the same style as a dramedy, a drill boy, <laughs> <laughs> or a coma. Uh, definitely in the same style as our beloved Fargo, where they get that mix of shock, sometimes hyper violence, mm-hmm. but also comedy and and levity. Like some fantastic characters in there, that they do a good job. Oh yeah, they just did just a good show. And this is on Netflix, correct? This is an HBO show. Oh, HBO. So bust out those HBO Go logins from your parents. Mm. <laughs> I already have one because I've been, I've been going through, I've been catching up with uh, Silicon Valley. So now I'm almost all caught up. This last season's kind of paled a little bit. Like, it's not bad. But I think my interest has just kind of moved on a little bit. Yeah. No, it's not bad at all. Yeah. I was like, I, oh, it's, it's still I fine. I feel like the last two seasons were actually weaker than this last one. Season five seems to be on it again. As opposed mm. to like the last two seasons. Yeah. From what I noticed. Maybe, it's, maybe I'm just too far into the tech world. Maybe I was just over TJ Miller. Um, go check out check out Barry. I enjoyed it. It's, um, yeah, it's a nice, nice little, little bus viewing for you, Sam. Yeah. My thing of the week is getting back into Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wind. Breath of Halitosis of the Wild. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so Wait, is this one on the Switch? This is on the Switch. Okay. Initially, I found it really remarkable. I loved it, but for some reason, I, I tapered off of it, and I think I knew why. You game faded it. I I kind of tried too hard to look for the next thing to get to the next place. I was very like bullet point events driven, mm. whereas I I figured out like the real way to play this game is just to to let the wind take you. The only way to win is not to play. Like you just have to get into it, roam. 
discover new characters, new ride places. Ride those horses across the plains. Ride the horses, climb those towers. Befriend a fox. Talk to people. Befriend a dog, even. Oh. Ride rams. <laughs> ride cows. Ooh, they're tough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just like being able to do whatever you want and in this in this game and like going through it. And so I've rediscovered the joy for this game and kind of playing it every night. Mm. Yeah. Is it kind of similar to Crashlands in that you kind of have quests which you can choose to do or not do? Yeah, totally. So there are side quests that you can do, main quests that you can choose to ignore for as long as you want. Mm. Yep. Talk to people. Can you build a house? You can, actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, You can buy a house and have people build stuff for it. Furnish it with strange stone furniture? You can, yeah, you can... You, like, design home? I don't think so. (laughs) Okay, so maybe I'll buy a Switch. Think about it. We'll Just think about it. Maybe we'll play Fortnite. Maybe you play Fortnite on my Switch and uh, you give it a go and uh, see what you think. You know, this mm. one's free. <laughs> this one's free. The next one will cost you 300 bucks. For the next seven days, I will play Sir Questionnaire. Sir Question- Hack and Slash Rogalicky. Sir Hack and Slash. Yeah. Oh, that's a far better name. Isn't that a town in New Jersey? <laughs> Hack and Slash? Yeah, totally. I mean, that's what they do there. <laughs> Tweet us some game suggestions at Seven Days to Play. We may or may not play them. Uh, follow us on Instagram just for kicks. Because on, there's no new content there. <laughs> and don't email us. Seven days to play.